the idea that the U.S. is returning to a Goldilocks economy of neither too hot nor too cold gain momentum after the release of gross domestic product or GDP came in better than expected last week. The U.S. reported that GDP, which is the broadest measure of the U.S. economy, grew at an annual rate of 2.4% last quarter, compared with Wall Street's expectations of 1.5% growth. Consumer spending stayed robust, and businesses boosted investments, particularly in manufacturing, helping to drive that growth. And that's led many economists to reevaluate their projections for a recession. So you guys were right, and it looks like we're headed for a soft landing. Does this mean it's totally risk-on and investors should put all their money to work? Look, as we've said many times throughout our, our podcast this year, right, um, the time to buy, uh, especially growth, is probably past us for now. You got the NASDAQ up 40% on the year. You got the S&P up 20% now. Uh, you're getting into a seasonal period of weakness going forward. Um, I would be very patient here. Um, I, I would think about a long-term approach. And in that long-term approach, I would wait to commit to equities a little bit longer. Uh, look, you got the 10-year Treasury hovering around 4% this morning. Uh, we think that could go up four and a quarter maybe again. Uh, that would be a great long-term buy. If you look at the equity risk premium uh, between bonds and stocks, it is at the tightest spread in over 20 years, meaning that you know risk-adjusted, uh, that favors bonds versus the S&P 500 at this juncture. So look, the growth story is not dead, but the market's really moved uh, you know, after after last year's price in recession. And um, you got to be careful here. You got to trade lightly. Value still looks good. I still think you could make some money in value, um, but I would be extremely patient committing uh, to a broader uh, basket of equities at this level. Yeah, I think one of the problems and traps that people fall into is that they want to invest when everything, quote unquote, looks good. And when you look back to last October, what we were talking about with the presidential election cycle and how Historically, if you buy, you know, 60% of the way through a recession, you make money, you make money 12 to 18 months later. Investing isn't about the right now. It's about trying to figure out and forecast where you're going over the course of the intermediate to long term. And part of the problem is that, you know, a lot of people tend to rush in when things look good, um, not in the period of last October, November, where realistically that was the time to make sequential buys based on, you know, the fact of the matter of the data. So a lot of it really depends on your risk tolerance and your long-term thesis for things. Okay. Um, here's the second question. Staff at the Federal Reserve are no longer forecasting a recession, but with the GDP too strong for comfort, with businesses still spending and investing in a breakneck pace, Orders for durable goods jumped 4.7% in June, and that's the most in three years. This appears to be working against the Fed's efforts to reduce inflation, leaving the possibility that inflation will rebound. So, do you anticipate another rate hike this year? Well, I really appreciate how you started that question. Uh, you know, Federal Reserve, uh, you know, the presidents don't no longer forecast a recession, but at the same time, they weren't forecasting 9% inflation in late 2020 and early 2021 either. So their track record isn't exactly stellar with forecasting these things. But so the fact of the matter is we've really seen the runoff in uh, with the accelerating base effects of inflation causing this disinflationary period, bringing everything all the way back down to 3%. That phenomenon is largely over. 
Now, we're in a position where inflation is more than likely to stabilize, and we could even see upward pressure on inflation in coming months here. I think a lot of market participants have really figured out that the Fed is very close to being done in terms of their rate hike forecast. So Powell has to stay very hawkish, especially in light of the fact that you've seen a lot of commodities, industrial metals starting to trend back higher. Oil prices are up about 15% over the last month or month and a half. Gas prices are trending higher again. That doesn't bode well for this continued disinflationary time period. So we're in a period where the Fed absolutely has to stay hawkish here because they can't pivot with all of these metrics actually starting to trend higher. The base effect runoff is gone. There's more likely going to be upward pressure on inflation. And if we see that, uh, we could start to shift expectation about rate hikes or the Fed will absolutely try to do that again in light of the fact that the GDP report came in better than expected. So with economic growth, you know, staying strong, unemployment staying low, that absolutely gives the Fed additional leeway to think that they can hike rates even higher and the economy can sustain it right now because we really haven't seen any uptick in unemployment and GDP data still looks strong due to the fact that we've seen really solid investment trends. Uh, on, on the business uh, perspective. And, you know, you know, when you look at the markets, right, I mean, rates went from such low, you know, zero levels to, you know, 4%, 5%, right, normalized interest rate policy. Uh, a lot of the heavy lifting has been done. Uh, labor markets, so tight. Housing market, no inventory, tight supply. Uh, you know, this really, uh, to your earlier question, Larry, uh, it, it's you know, I hate to say it, I hate to use that word again, um, but things are okay. And, uh, you know, I think they'll remain that way uh, for, for some time here. Not that markets can't have adjustments and, you know, pricing anomalies, especially when you look at the volatility and how low it's been. Uh, that will change into the fall. So, you know, I mean, you have had a, full, a year of returns thus far in the, in the half. So uh, it should get a little bit choppier, but all the data looks looks pretty damn good. Okay, guys, that was great. Thanks a lot. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com, and we'll be back next week.